Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello, welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Mike, and I am playing the character of Valentine Montacute. My name is Aaron, and I am playing Brother Benedict. This is Johnny, and I'm playing the newly Jarvis Glaive. <laughs> and my name is Jeremy, I'm playing Grayson Digby. And I'm Jeff, and I'm playing Demetrius Norden. And I'm Jordan, and I'm playing everybody else. So, thank you very much for joining us for this episode of Bone Throwers Theater. Uh, last time was really a bit of a suspenseful episode, you know, where all sorts of craziness was going down. We had our first player character death. Ever. Ever. Dun, 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 Poor Byron. Yeah. <laughs> I worked hard not to kill you through all of Terra Proxima. First, first legitimate character yeah. player. Yeah. Death. Yeah. <laughs> now with the new campaign, it's like, well, we're tossing those rules out the window. I'm going to kill you guys. <laughs> yeah, we survived, I don't know how many episodes of a horror game <laughs> where everybody is supposed to die. And no one died. And we actually... Really. We had people built in as, as replacements that we could have used at any time. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Think about that one, though. In that campaign, everybody else was dying yeah. Yes. Yeah. around us. We had lots and mm. lots of deaths. Yeah. There were a lot yeah. of deaths. Yeah, lots of deaths. NPCs out left and right. Bill Collins. Bill Collins. Rest in peace. So anyway, tonight we are going to go ahead, and as I remember last we left off, uh, we were leaving... Dincham House to rush to the docks. In terror. Yes. In terror, yeah. In terror and trying to stop what was happening from advancing any further, if at all possible. And if I remember correctly, Grayson actually had stolen some gears in the hopes that that would be enough to stop the plans from going forward with building the um, automaton. Yes. So some gears were stolen, some people were killed, a corpse was fed to a fairy... And there was also... A, yeah, that was horrifying. There was yeah. also a an exchange of children. A fairy child for a human child. Mm-hmm. Lots of craziness happened. And also the ghost of, yes. uh, of your, of your, your victim <laughs> yes. is the, is the intermi- intermediary. Yeah, and then uh, my arch nemesis also is uh, on to me. Yeah. Good old Templeton. You guys, you, you have a lot on your plate. And it's still, it's all been like one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two days. Well, the, the first yeah. session, the first session was w- one day, and then everything else that's been happening has been yeah. It's been two days. Yeah, it's been two days. Yeah, it's okay. Terra Proximus one day took an entire year, so yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys are like you said, you're afraid. Everything's are not going well. How do you want to approach the docks? Well, we got to remember that. Uh, Digby is not with us. Correct. Mm-hmm. And we are in a... We're in a stolen <laughs> coach. Stole, yes. stolen coach, yes. <laughs> Grayson, what are you doing? 
since you are not with the rest um, of the group. I'm going to just stealthily make my way to the docks and hide out okay. out of sight of everybody. It'll probably take you a lot longer to get there because yeah, you went back to the city. and The docks were the, the south side of town, if I remember correctly. Which, Demetrius, your shop was en route to that. Like, Dentium House is north side. You're yeah. about middle in the yeah. middle. So, mm-hmm. as we established, I think it was maybe the first time we tried to walk through the city. It would take about half an hour to get from mid-city to the yeah. outskirts. Yeah. So, I so, think we were racing straight there. Yeah. That was the, the intended plan. Yeah, you three. Who was driving again? I, was that was Benedict that, was driving? Benedict, believe it or not, yes, yes. yes. Little the Benedict. fastest runner. <laughs> Have you ever driven a coach before? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. That was the first time for everything. Uh, I don't remember ever driving a coach. Ridden a horse, but it's it's relatively simple. You sit in the seat and you whip the reins of the horses. Yes, but you have to steer it. <laughs> yeah, you have to make sure you can steer it. Go ahead and give me an agility roll. Let's see how well you can steer through town. Agility or oh, no, riding is the same. <laughs> oh, nice. Was that this that, one? Yeah, it was so that, that one. one. So 12, 15, 17, 18. So it, you're able to steer just fine. There's like, you're going pretty fast through the town, and there are some obstacles that pop up, like people. And uh, <laughs> so people is it, it's like an hour after sunset. Yeah, so it's it's relatively late. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's when it's winter, it's winter, so, winter it's like, so it's probably around seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight o'clock at night. People are probably gonna mostly be inside. Well, mostly inside. But like I say, there there's like occasional mm-hmm. people yeah. that are out. And about, but you managed to miss them without like <laughs> running any. Most you stay in the walls. center of the street instead of on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, you don't like um, ride up on the on the curb and and try and knock people over, and you you're like get out of the way, get out of the way, and yeah, everything like that. So everybody escapes your your path of destruction without too much harm, and you know you manage to get the cart there in one piece as well. When you all get to the dock, what do you see? Like, wh- how does it look? Well, I, w- I would think approach? that even though we're racing there, we're trying to still stay as inconspicuous as possible. <laughs> so we would like... Well, you might. But Brother Benedict... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I probably would have yeah. related, hey, we want to pull off a little bit away from from the docks and so, so hide, the, hide the cart or hide the... Uh, the coach. So kind of like a, a hey, sh- hey, Benedict, stop here. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like a hey, hey, stop, stop here. On the boat at all. <laughs> stop here. Like pull, pull it over in this alley and just we'll try and hide it as best we can. Turn off the headlights. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe unhitch the horses and so are, send them on their way or something. Uh, who is giving this information? Is it you? Yes. Okay. Well, you're not his boss. He is. <laughs> All right. I'm like, Brother Benedict, let's stop here and let the horses go. And we got to be very, very quiet. Correct. Because Benedict is definitely going to listen to Valentine. Not so much Demetrius, because I don't know Demetrius. Kind of looks at you. It's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah, but Valentine has promised him women. Yes. So whatever. <laughs> All right, so you guys are approaching. You 
you've gotten out of you know, out of your carriage and uh, you come up and it's not like a big open wharf like a like something that would be on the seaside but this is a river a river dock so you do have some piers that are going from the land off into the into the river uh, to allow ships to moor I nearly said park, but that would be wrong. So, yes. Uh, so that allows larger ships, merchants, uh, things like that to more. Because the river is a major thoroughfare mm-hmm. for traffic, not only to different parts of the realm of angels, but also to the main continent and, and beyond. So, there are some nicer uh, areas where you would see, like, diplomatic ships to come through, like ships carrying envoys and everything like that. And then there's also places for merchants and that takes up more space than obviously the docks that the, the nobles would use when you get there it it's not gated or anything you know they, they have some security but it's mostly like guards that are patrolling and everything like that and you do see the main office pretty quickly the the accounting house i don't think you heard any word of where to meet Mm-mm. we haven't had time to hear any word of where to meet mm-hmm. with uh, lord dentrum or not Lord Denton, Lord Walsham. Yeah, let me meet with him. <laughs> and we're still in our dark robes with our soot black on our yeah. face. Except you guys have <laughs> black on your face. <laughs> I do not. I mean, we could probably ditch that at this point. Okay. Yeah. Ditch. We'll, we'll ditch the uh, the costumes. No, you'll be dirty. <laughs> I hope you're wearing clothes underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Benedict, wasn't it your own cloak that you were wearing correct, anyway? Correct. So, so just wipe the face, wipe, wipe the slit off the face. Still. <laughs> All right, guys, let's it's, take our robes off. It's not Johnny playing the character. <laughs> yeah. That's something Johnny would do. Yeah. So, how do you guys want to go about trying to find Lord Walsham? I mean, I had assumed that if he said to rendezvous at the docks, we would have, like, a regular, like, rendezvous point okay. at the well, docks. So it wouldn't be like, hey, at the docks. He didn't well, really tell us to rendezvous there. We left we, a message told, for him. We yeah. left a message saying we're it's going to be going Let's, down at yeah. the docks. Okay. Well, there also right, might right. be a clearly established signal uh, already for if we were going to rendezvous somewhere. Probably. Uh, yeah, with, probably. With an organization of this magnitude. So Grayson making his way on there on his own is going to just stay hidden and look for whatever that signal is. Go ahead and make me a wit check, Jeff, just to see if you would know like where you would go in that situation. Four, four, 13. So you you know where you where you, where you would need to be. Where, uh, where would that place be? Probably a storage house uh, near one end or the other. Okay. Uh, North end, south end. Probably in Northam. Okay. That's where you were headed, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're you're still lurking. You're not going to... Is this meeting house marked in any particular way? Is there, like, a sign scratched onto the, the doorway? Or is there, a, like, a hub or anything nearby that... that I think it would be something here? like uh, a broken pane of glass that has a specific board in the window. Okay. Like, nothing etched in it, just a specific kind of wood. Like, you know when you see the broken window with the willow board. Yeah. That's where you're supposed to be. Yeah. It's something that looks like it would be a normal thing. Spy-ish. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It looks normal, but you know. So you guys approach the door, 
we'll say that um, do you have like a any kind of pre-established like knocking system or something to alert people that you're there or um it's you shout really loud is lord walsh in there (laughs) your spies are here (laughs) walsham's angels (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh With crossbows. Side to side. Sorry. So that would be the three of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it would be something like uh, sliding a coin under the door or something like that. Okay. That's a nice little... I like that one. Like a wooden chip or something. <laughs> Let's say, how, how about it's a, a clock gear? Something more people would have. I mean, that would identify Jeff. Yes. Jeff's character in particular, Demetrius. Yeah. Sure, I guess. You go to the door, you slide it under, he opens it up, and he's like, there's only three of you. Where, where are the other two? Well, one of them disappeared before things started happening, and the other one got killed. So, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's... <laughs> Oh, Demetrius is not wasting any time. Uh, no, I'm not. It's been a bad night. I mean, we've... <laughs> timing is everything. We have a deadline to keep to here. Are you telling that to me as a character or as a person? As, as a person. person. <laughs> okay. This no is not in game. No point yet. <laughs> <laughs> Missed your opportunity, Jeff. He had it in hand. Uh-huh. All I you know. had to say was, oh, in yeah. character. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Character point. Our hero point. Sorry. All right, fine. Come on. Come on, come in. So, um, the three of you enter the room. There's a, a, a like a dark table, and uh, at the table there are two people. One is, he looks very nervous to be there. He's kind of got a, a frayed shirt. It looks like he's uh, his hair is must. He doesn't look like he wants to be here at all. And the other one is a rather dark and imposing character who has... Hooded, you can't even see his face. Yeah. All in leather. Do you have a do you have a falcon with you at this point? There's a cage next to me on the floor. Okay. Now at this point, are you able to see the door from where you are, Grayson? Are you even there yet? I I imagine I'd probably be rolling in maybe ten minutes behind okay. them at least. We'll say that during that ten minutes they brief him about what's going on and mm-hmm. everything like that. And they don't know about the stolen gears. Right. And Grayson doesn't know that Byram is dead yet. No, no. Oh, so that's gonna be rough. so you guys, you guys brief him, and he's like, "Well, we'll wait for your last compatriot to to arrive. Uh, we'll give him a few minutes just to make sure, you know, that he does. And if he doesn't, then we'll just have to continue on without him." So I, Grayson would come up, and he would actually listen at the door to see if he hears anything going on behind the door before he acted. You hear someone saying. Really, Lord Walsham, this is most irregular. I was supposed to be home two hours ago, and you have kept me far beyond the time when I should have been in bed. And he says, Mr. Sedlow, you will stay as long as I say you will. We will get this matter settled tonight. And your assistance is vital in this. And then, if anybody else wants to contribute anything. Well, I want to do an ESP check on these three. Okay. So, like, one at a time, I guess. Okay. I'll start with uh, Demetrius here. Okay. So it's uh, target number 15 plus their willpower. Okay, so they have to roll will against... Yeah. Okay. 
So, so that would be my wit. Yep. Oh. oh. 21. 12. So, <laughs> wait, what is, it's what? 15 plus 12, so I didn't quite make it. Wow, that's yeah ridiculously hard. Well, I'm trying to read his thoughts. Oh, my goodness. All right. Good luck. So, I don't get anything off him. Okay. Here, Rich is a monk here. Okay. Here's my 15. Did you get the five? <laughs> Eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> and lastly. Ooh. Ooh. I might get something. Seven. I got uh, six. <laughs> All right. So I'm 21. able to read his surface thoughts. Okay. So what are you thinking about at this point, sir? Meat <laughs> mm. on a stick would be lovely right now. <laughs> yes, meat yeah, right. on a stick. <laughs> That's what you're thinking right now? Yes. Oh, I wish it had been just Benedict. <laughs> 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 oh, you would have been in for a rude awakening. <laughs> You'd be like, ah. It would have been like a flat line. <laughs> girls, 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 girls. Dude. Hi, girls. <laughs> I like running. <laughs> oh. I hit someone with a stick tonight. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so you, you get the feeling that, that meat on a stick is a great idea. <laughs> um, no, I'm just trying to get an idea of the personalities of Picayune. Yeah. All right, so while this is going on, Grayson, what do you want to do? Uh, Grayson's going to wait till he knows what he's walking into. He doesn't know at this point. He's heard some, probably some, in Grayson's mind, some noble guy that isn't worth anything and Lord Walsham. So he's just waiting outside. Okay. <clears throat> listening in. The window, is he able to see in the window, or is it... So, it's partially broken, like, the way that I imagine it is, like, the glass broke on the top part, and so there's a board that's been, like, nailed up on the inside, but you can see a little bit, and it's really not the most sanitary of situations, well, so, yeah, so there's a lot of grime and everything on there, so you can see that there is, a, like, a candle or a lantern or something that's about table height. So you can see that, and you can see that there are about five people. <laughs> well, he's definitely not going in until he knows who those five people are. That's fair. <laughs> Probably well, he did the smartest of all of us. So there's Lord Walsham, there's a Mr. Sedlow, and then there's these three. Three unknown to yeah. Grayson at the moment. Because he's... Yeah. And, then, and, and then this one. Yeah. Me. No, Some okay. guy who looks very scary. So yeah. Well, I can't see that. Yeah. <laughs> The shadow is ominous. <laughs> yeah, you see a shadow. The shadow knows. The shadow knows. Such a great, great radio drama. It really is, and a movie. Great movie too. Oh, very yeah, good movie. the movie is pretty decent. Also a TV series, shorts. Like oh yeah. All right. Well, we're we're getting off track. <laughs> yes. So he he turns to you and he's like, "Run through your story one more time, Mr. Montague. What did you see?" I saw a lot of figures out there, but I couldn't make quite what they're all about because they're in the shadows. I couldn't make out a lot of details of these individuals. Benedict, you said you saw someone eat a corpse in one bite. I'm going to use my recall skill, just because it's easiest. Okay. And I'm going to replay everything that happened. The corpse eating, the brain-sucking finger thing, and the... Um, exchange of the children. And the, the turning the guy into metal. And yes, <laughs> and the, the, the children thing, 
and the the creepy things and all the things. And the ghost and the mirror. And the table of stuff. The table of stuff. Uh, I, I do know that I saw the gears there. It's definitely making sure that I'm mentioning that. But yes, overall, just 100% word for word, everything that happened and was said throughout that exchange. Everything that happened in the... In the building? Inside the the building. building. I was going to make sure that they understood that it was my master, uh, Ambrose. Master (laughs) Ambrose was the one they kidnapped to put together the automaton. Okay. All right, so at that point, Grayson's going to take one of his fake coins out of his pocket and slide it under the door. So you're hearing all this. You slide your coin under the door. Mm Mm-hmm. Lord Walsham opens the door, or actually, he has a guard open the door. He, something like, who has been standing behind the door, so you can't really see him through the window. He has him open the door, and you can see in the room, and you see your three compatriots, but you do not see Byram. Mm-hmm. He, Walsham motions for you to come in, and as you do, the guard closes the door behind you. Okay. Come in, I look around, I'm like, so we wait? Well, you're the last. The last? Uh, look at Demetrius. You don't know? Valentine and Benedict. Don't know what? You hadn't told him yet? We haven't seen him yet. Explain it to him then. Do we need to go back? What What are we trying to explain to him? I'm not following. About Byram. Yeah, Byram's dead. Byram was killed. Back, back at the compound, a guard killed him. I tried to save him. He got stabbed. Can't save from a stab. Christian just kind of puts his head down, looking, staring blankly at the table. All right, let's get this over with. With the ESP check on. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's new in the room, so. Yep, absolutely. Oh! Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a three. Oh. You got a little three? I rolled a three. Well, then I got gotcha. you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's going on in your mind? What's going on? What are your surface thoughts? My surface thoughts. You just heard that Byron got killed. I may need to hold on to what I know until I can get out of this bad company. Do you have detect magic as one of your skills? I do not. Okay. So you sense that this individual, he had. You don't even know his name. I don't know his name, but I know that he's hiding something he's from everybody else. He's hiding something. And also, he doesn't seem to have a very good opinion of the people he's with that no. he's working with. So, how do you react to that? At the moment, I just keep my eyes hidden. Uh-huh. I'm waiting for Word uh, Walsham to give them their next instruction before I say anything. I'm just keeping very silent, keeping an eye on what's going on. Well, if you three say that there is some connection here at the docks to what was happening at Bincham House, then we need to go ahead and, and search the docks. Make sure that we can clear out whatever is going on here and and make sure that the queen is safe. Um, I'm satisfied with the information that you've given me about Dincham House, but we also need to verify here. So while you all do that, I am going to go ahead and return to the castle and report to the king's guard to try and put a stop to the Dincham side of the process. Sir, the exchange was supposed to happen... Here, someplace at the docks tonight. There's no time for returning to the castle. Something needs to be done here. Even if they're going to postpone that change, whoever they're exchanging with is probably here. That's a great way to stop it. I will see the message, my lord. That's the first sound word any of them have heard from. I'll leave that to you. But 
as of right now, we need to, to go ahead. And as I was saying, we need to work on, on clearing the threat here. This is the master of the docks, Isaac Sedlow. Master Sedlow has graciously volunteered his time to assist us. Thank you, Master Sedlow. Sedlow just kind of glowers at you, mutters something about roast hen, folds his arms and just looks at, uh, looks at you. You think there might be hatred in his eyes, but you can't tell. <laughs> Grayson is going to look at Walsham and say, Sir, as much danger as we have seen, I think at this point we deserve the truth. He doesn't sound like he has graciously volunteered for anything. We're working with somebody that doesn't even want to be here. How successful do you think we're going to be? The truth is what I tell you it is. I speak with the voice of the crown. Now, are you going to do your part, or are you going to sulk? We have done our part. Some of us have given our lives. Are you going to step up your game, sir? You have no idea what I'm doing behind the scenes. No idea the forces I deal with on a daily basis. And yes, some people die. And some people continue on. Right now... If I tell you that Master Sedlow is volunteering his time, that's exactly what's happening. Let's just say he's repaying a debt. Grayson looks at Lord Sedlow. Better hope this is the only debt you have to repay. Sedlow kind of rolls his eyes and, and says, What do you know about this exchange that's supposed to be happening at the docks? Do you know anything about the people involved? Do you know anything about... Like, what kind of ships we're looking for, if we're looking in a warehouse. Do you know anything? Well, in the meantime, I'm writing a small message, for, you know, a piece of paper. Okay. And uh, getting my hawk out of the cage. All right. I'm going to uh, tell it to go back to the castle to my master. Okay. Who's familiar with my hawk as well. All right, so you um, go ahead and release the bird mm -hmm. uh, with the message that... Like, how long can this message be? It's like a tiny strip of paper, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's enough to say, you know, Dinchum is trouble. Reinforcements needed at Dinchum and Docks. Okay. And you let the hawk go? Yep. You know, I instruct the hawk where to go. Okay. Benedict, you had something to say? Well, you know, Benedict isn't the smartest guy in the world, but last he remembers is that we don't have any information about the exchange other than... It's at the docks, and we know it was uh, Lord uh, Dincham and the uh, the other actor talking about an exchange at the docks. Mm -hmm. Out of game, I remember a piece of information. Do, should I roll to see if Grayson actually remembers this piece of information? Because sure. he received it secondhand from yeah. Benedict. Sure, go ahead and, and, and roll for it. <laughs> what skill are you using? Would you use? I, I don't know. I, get I I would imagine wit? that it would be wit. Yeah, yeah. Would, um, call her wit. Now, because you're at a bit of a you're at a bit of a dis disadvantage because because I'm remembering something that was told to me. You're right. Remembering that's... something, and also you're in a, a heightened mental state, and you just had an argument with the head honcho. So, so target number eighteen. Yeah, target number's a little high. Sixteen is difficult. So. Mm -hmm. Nope. No. No. Actually, only a 12. It wasn't enough to... to... Was it enough to know that I should know something else? It, it was enough to know that you're you're supposed you're thinking, I know something about this. I know something, but it, I can't remember exactly what it is. And Grayson's going to speak up. It's like, seems like there's a piece of information that we're missing. There was more to this. 
I was outside, so I didn't hear anything that happened inside. It wasn't tonight. from the playhouse. It, that was it from was, the playhouse. Yeah, yeah. so it was at the playhouse. No, Bennett, you, you were you're the one that told us this information. There's something else that I remember hanging on to, but it seems to be escaping me right now. I don't remember. Me and uh, Valentine were looking for girls, and we overheard a conversation. We were looking to socialize with uh, various people, per se. If you want to go ahead and roll wit to see if you can yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, both, yeah of both, of it, both of you. Okay, so, um... <laughs> I got a one on the wild die. You got a two. Maybe we got two. So you you remember what the conversation and everything like that? Brother Benedict <laughs> starts thinking about pie. <laughs> pie. Where's the pie stand? Specifically, so, like a meat pie. You know, if you don't savory. if you don't remember the actual conversation, then Jeremy, you're more than welcome to, to go ahead and share. Okay, um, one of the details was that whoever Dinshin was talking to at the theater had a foreign accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> do, you, do you remember what kind of accent it was, or do you have any? I want to say it was kind of like, possibly like Russian or Ukrainian. It was French. <laughs> oh, French, okay. <laughs> We can go to the accounting house and look at uh, look at our our documents and see what boats that what ships that we have internationally in. We wouldn't have anything from that far away, uh, says Master Sedlow. But we do have a few different ships here that might be fitting what you're looking for. So that might be a place to start. Okay, I'll uh, let Brother Bang know. I was like, I think we should go check over at this place and investigate. Deal. So I'm with you. Grayson's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Master of the docks, wouldn't you be able to get this information more easily than these two? Well, I'm going with them. We're going to go okay. to the accounting house and look at the list of recent ships that have landed, and I'll point out the ones that I think that they, they need to know. And then they'll be able to potentially narrow down the list of vessels to search, the people to talk to from there. Okay. And Walsham says, I'm going to leave Lord Glaive to assist with the search. We've already sent a message on to... Why are you wearing that mask? Is your face burnt oh, by not, acid or something? It's not a mask, it's just a full beard. Oh. Why are you wearing that beard? <laughs> Is your face burnt by acid or something? <laughs> <laughs> Can't see anything but the beard. No acid, but many war wounds. Okay. Alright. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break there. And then uh, continue on from this point on. Rashomon, a land where spirits roam and witches rule. Three women are embroiled in a divine plot, and it is up to them to uncover why. Join the adventures of the Broadswords at thebroadswords.com. And we're back. So, Valentine. Benedict and Sedlow are going to go ahead and it sounds like go to the accounting house to, to look over the, the balance sheets. Well, not the balance sheets, but the, the tally of ships that are in at this point. Demetrius, what do you want to do? Uh, before they leave, I want to uh, to ask Sedlow uh, if there's a, uh, a place around that could be used as 
like a workshop area. So what kind of workshop do you do you need? A place that's well that would have places for it to be well lit and cleaner. Out of game, I'm trying to find it. It's probably not going to be around the dock, but a place where they're building the automaton. I doubt it's going to be at the dock, but I just want to check well, to just, see if they're they've got pieces it. that they got to put assembled together. It'd be a lot easier to do it on land. As yeah. if a point from the last session, the automaton had all the gears and everything were at Dinchum's house. Yeah. So if they're going to build it somewhere here, then they're going to have to transport it. So there's not really, like the, the workshops that are around this area, I mean, you've got your common like nail maker, you've got your uh, cooper, you've got places like that but there's not necessarily like there's not necessarily a technician shop. A, tech, a technical shop where you would be putting together something like that i mean i would think that uh, someone like your own your own horologist guild would be more suited for that kind of thing Sethlo says okay. then okay um how big is this dockyard like is it a 10 ship dockyard or is it a 50 ship dockyard. I would say, well, first off, it's not going to be as big as a modern one. So 10 well, is, obviously. 10 is pushing it. Uh, I would say that it, it has room for six docks. It has six okay, docks. Six docks, okay. Uh, so do you want to do you want to start looking around? and? Yeah, I'll, I'll look around, just briefly browse the area to see if there's a possibility of a place like where they could assemble parts that are already put together mm-hmm. into one because I might need to put the sacrifice inside of it, is what my thought process is. Okay. Grayson, what are you going to do? Is Walsham leaving? Yes. Okay. As Walsham's kind of stepping out the door, uh, Grayson's going to slip out right behind him, and it's like, sir, I have a word in private. Well, you have more you want to say. Yes, I have more that I need to say. All right, go ahead. This information is not given... Amongst the group, because obviously I have my reservations about the rest of this group. Too many things have happened where I question how competent they are in their decision making. If you're questioning their competence, then you're questioning my competence as well. You weren't there to see the poor choices that obviously have resulted in two deaths. That may be the case, but I'm not the one who has to make the situational decisions. Anybody can make a decision that ends poorly. I understand that. My point being, I'm giving this information to you. All right, well, out with it. A table of gears pulled out of his pocket. There's some missing. You were able to get that close? Yes. That was all you were able to come away with? Did you hear the description of what happened there, sir? (laughs) But you could have tried to assassinate Dinchum. You could have broken the mirror there are so many other things that you could have done it would have been a sacrifice of yourself yes but it would have been for the greater good of the country and if i died doing this none of this information gets back to you none of these gears get away from dinchum maybe even slowing or even stopping their plan you could have taken greater steps to ensure their process would not continue even further gears are hard to come by but imbued with magic do you know that they've been imbued with magic isn't that what you told us? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they... <laughs> so, so here's the thing, though, is that no, nobody said that to Walsham, yeah. No, no Walsham told Walsham us. Told Walsham told us. Oh. No, or was it Ambrose that told us? Yeah. 
So, yeah, Walsham doesn't know anything about the magic that's been put into the gears to make the automaton. <laughs> <laughs> Grayson's holding out the gears. He looks down, kind of shakes his head again. He's like, maybe you don't have all the information yourself, sir. Give those to me, and I'm going to, um, I will take them to the court magician to find out the answers to the, this question. <laughs> <laughs> this epic stare down is happening right now. While Grayson is hesitant to actually while they're having their stare down I walk out of the shop hand his clothes it's back inside of his cloak do I see this happen you see him put his hand your his hand in your pocket but you you have no reason to be suspicious okay it just looks like you know someone who is obviously very PO'd at the moment having a word with their superior okay Grayson is going to take a pouch out alright sir one of the gears in his pocket Okay. How many gears did you have? Well, I don't know if we said how many gears I actually grabbed. Yeah, that's, no, we never did. We never there was no. It was the smaller of the ones. Yeah, like whatever I could grab in a handful. So probably it could be like, anywhere from five to well, fifteen. While some weird voodoo stuff was going on in front of me. Mm, so do you want to say just up for round number seven? Okay. So. So you gave him six. Five. Five. Because he put one on the body. Yes, on uh, right, right, right. Cyril's body. To implicate him and the dealings. Yeah. At least that's why. Or at the very least, get rid of one of the years so it gets buried somewhere else. There's multiple reasons. Hmm. Many levels to that. <laughs> Thank you very much for your assistance. I trust that you will have a full report that you'll want to give me later on. And uh, we'll have a further in-depth discussion once we get to the bottom of the situation. All right, sir. All right. And I go up to uh, go up to him and say, "Do you know whom we are looking for exactly? Who's to make this delivery from Dincham House? Who's back in the building again? Right now, uh, so, oh, we've also so gone just, different ways it's now. Just to so everybody has left. Yeah, we'll say that everybody has left, including the guards. How tall are you? I am six two. So much taller than me. So Grayson looks up, looks up at him, tilts his head to the side, says, I need to go find Demetrius, and walks away. <laughs> Answer my question, boy. Go ahead and, uh, you, do you have command? I do. Go ahead and roll command. It's not very strong, Versus. Yes. Versus will. <laughs> Ooh. Seven. He just ignores you. (laughs) Grayson stops, turns around, is like, don't you have a castle to go back to, sir? And keeps walking. (laughs) At this point, you have a decision to make, Joris. Are you going to follow the obstinate teenager and the clock maker? Or are you going to go with the holy dunce and... Neither, actually. And the puffed up actor. <laughs> Neither, actually. I'm going to be uh, looking at the docks for whichever ship has the most activity. Okay. Go ahead and... Do you have, like, a search? I do. 40. Wow. A lot of sixes. 24. We're at the more northern end of the situation. So how many of the docks can you see from where you are? I would imagine you said it was six docks. I would say there would be immediately, I would be able to see three. Okay. Clearly. 
So it looks like there's some action that's happening down on the fourth dock, but it is a little hard to see. So okay. it would take you a little while to walk down that way, but you could definitely do it. Alright, start heading that way. Okay, we're going to go ahead and cut over to... Now I have to remember your actual names. Benedict. Benedict and Valentine. <laughs> and you're with um, Master Sedlow, Isaac Sedlow. And so he takes you into the accounting house. And it's a okay. it's a standalone structure that's a, a couple of different stories. Um, it actually it has like a, a large common room in the front of the, of the building. And it's made out of like uh, timber. Like you can see the timbers in the walls. And you can see like where there's like a like a weave, a waddle and dab type of weed. So it's not, it's a wooden building. It's not going to be super solid, you know, by today's standards, but it's definitely going to be a pretty good building by the, the standards of that day. There's a two floors um, and there's a major room in the front and you can tell that there's a couple of desks. Um, this looks like where a, a, a lot of the business of the harbor goes on. A lot of the transactions would happen here. Um, there's a fireplace, uh, to keep people warm in the winter months. There's a timepiece that's on the wall that looks like it's rather old. Maybe it's still serviceable, but neither of you are going to make that kind of approximation. <laughs> Is there anybody else in the room? No, it's not. There's not really anybody else in the room, but there is like a, a shelf of books. And there are there are books on all the tables that are open up. And you can tell that several of them are ledgers for like, financial matters and and some have like names of, of captains written into them and, and stuff like that uh so he he goes to one table and he picks up the this one ledger book flips the to the last few pages and you can uh see the information that's laid out there so you said that you heard a a voice that had a foreign accent is that correct no it doesn't sound like you you were a hundred percent sure what the accent was. It kind of a little fuzzy, but possibly French, maybe even Russian, kind of thick. Like this wasn't somebody you could see, so you couldn't tell yes. by their dress what they would. We only heard the voice in the shadows. Well, let's see what we have here for for foreign ships. He goes through and he's like, "Okay, so we have we we've got three ships that are here. One." One is actually the Provenda. It's Iberian. It's not Frankish like you were you were saying. There is a Frankish ship as well, the Bagetna. <laughs> <laughs> that is called um I don't know much French. This is this is making it hard. The Lebeau. Yes. <laughs> the Lebeau. That's a terrible name for a ship. <laughs> the Lebeau with Captain Jacques. <laughs> the tempe. Um, uh, the third one, it's another it's another Iberian ship that just put in a few days ago. It's called La Damiana. So those are the, the only ones that are in port at the moment. Hmm. Just out of curiosity, I'm just gonna try to I wanna try to roll language and see if I can decipher any of the actual like what the names of these ships mean <laughs> in English. Okay. I'm gonna join him as <laughs> Whatever my leader does, okay, I follow suit. <laughs> oh, I got eight. You didn't really get anything. I might uh, <laughs> oh, wow. translate this. Oh, that's pretty all good. right. I got 12, 16, oh, 21. 
Yeah. So, like, um, yeah. Jordan's <laughs> now looking at what those actually mean. <laughs> Some of them are just like completely made up. But you, you can tell that Prabenda is like it's a merchant ship, and 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 so it, it like relates to provender. So you would expect that it has like foodstuffs, like mm-hmm. cheeses, okay. and. Uh, smoked hands and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Charcuteries. He's like, yeah. I know well, what this is. is. <laughs> uh, you, you seem like you actually know what he's saying. I've, I've learned a little language here and there. I've picked it up. Um, my old master taught me before my new master taught me the ways of the world. Oh, interesting. What do we got here? Well, I know this one. The Prevenda, I'm definitely interested in. <laughs> I think there's definitely some good stuff happening on that one. So, the Tempe, that has more to do with time. Rhythm and beat. And... Okay. What's the last one? Uh, La Damiana. Yeah, sounds like a name. It is. It's a woman's name. <laughs> <laughs> I did promise you girls. <laughs> Here she is. So, so food or oh women? So, I'm really interested in... Oh my God. That one sounds really good. And the Damiana. Oh boy. The Damiana. Oh I'm really interested in the Damiana. Um, and I'm really not sure which one is going to win. Um, well, we also need to find out to make sure that there's uh, there's no unwelcome guests in either of these ships before uh, we really explore further. Well... Wouldn't we be the unwelcome guests going on to their ship? Well, yes, we would be. However, should I say that they might not be, you know, find us friendly. And they might oh. uh, find us unwelcome and uh, possibly give us harm. Oh, okay. Yes. No harm. We don't want another Byram. No, no, no. So while you all try and establish where you're going to go, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And we will come back with the cliffhanger decision next time. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Mike, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.